Welcome back to Round Guy Radio, and we have a very special guest. We have one of the, well, maybe the greatest running back, and since they uh, created the division, the, the 5A division, uh, welcome to the program, Ty Kozad, or as we like to call you on Round Guy Radio, bad, bad Ty Kozad. Welcome to the program. <laughs> Thank you. Well, uh, you, uh, you you run for a couple thousand yards, uh, and you you set the, the, the record for the uh, 5A division. It, 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 am I correct about that? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, well, you're, and you're just a junior, right? Yep. And, uh, you play, a, you know, an, an unbelievably, uh, rough schedule, lots of great defenses. What, 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 uh, what, what is the key to all your success? Um, I, I truly believe it was, uh, the effort everyone put in, in the, in the summer, we came in with a new offense. We we went from more of a spread look to the wing tee, and our our O line came in. They worked really hard, and uh, everyone just worked really hard in the off season to, to bring this thing together. We went from one win to three wins this year, uh, with the same with the same schedule. So I, I got to give uh, big credit to the O line and everyone else that that showed up during the off season. Well, uh, you know they, they picked I believe the top thirty two teams in the state. But you guys are kind of on the bottom end of that, aren't you? Yeah, we were twenty second, I think. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, you're just playing a lot bigger schools, and it's a, a lot different than 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 Muscatine used to play. Uh, how how has uh, how has this moving into this five A affected the team? Um, I, I'm pretty sure that uh, we were in four A when there was no five A. So I I think we're playing the same school. Oh my god, I think we were playing the same schools, just like. We're not in our conference anymore. We're playing the districts with the bigger schools like Cedar Falls. Like we never played Cedar Falls before 5A was made, and uh, we we uh, did a lot of conference play before. Like we didn't. We only had two district games, and then you would go into, I mean, two Iowa conference games, and you would go into conference play. But it's a lot different this year. We only played three conference teams, I think. Huh. Well, well, let's talk about your offensive line. Uh, it sounds like you give them a lot of credit and. Uh, what did they do to get stronger and to get to to get technically better to start opening these holes so that you could make these these kind of uh, yard gains? Uh, our offseason program was pretty good. Our coaches really uh, worked hard with strength and being more explosive and just showing up when you're learning a new offense goes a long way. Just like learning where you need to be on every play, it really helps. And with the wing tee, all you got to do is really get on a guy. And it opens up a lot of holes. Like there's, they're it, they're fascinating plays. So it, it helped a lot that they were that just showing up every day. So do you think moving into this wing tee actually helped you gain more yards? Um, I, I mean, last year I had 497 on 127 carries, but I was also a sophomore and I wasn't as fast and I wasn't as big. But um, I think the wing tee did help. But I feel like. With the if we would have stayed in the spread look, it, it would have been similar, or just a little worse. Well, some of this is God-given talent, and some of this is just you working your butt off. Uh, what had you done uh, to make yourself better between your sophomore and junior year, as far as working um, out and, and stuff like that? Yeah, um, I've been working on getting more explosive, and then so fresh freshman and sophomore year, I did not do track. And then sophomore, junior, I did track, and I saw a lot of improvements. Uh, my running form got better. Everything else got – I just saw 
my speed increase and explosiveness explosiveness increased as well. And uh, definitely getting in the gym helps. Uh, getting my diet a little better because I, I see like crap. So um, eating better really helps. Gaining weight. I think I gained around 30 pounds this offseason, so that that of course helps too. Yeah, you're bigger, and you and you did you didn't lose any speed, did you? No, I actually got faster somehow. See, you think now? I've I've uh, been talking. To, I talked to lots of coaches, and uh, uh, I've been hearing a little bit about uh, 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 getting the guys into track. I think uh, the Columbus team put uh, some of their guys into track to to help kind of sharpen some of them skills. What did you learn from your track coach that? maybe helped you just uh basic form things like I, I used to run pretty awkwardly and my footwork wasn't good but there, we did a lot of footwork drills and track and that definitely helps me get my footwork down a little better because I, I used to be really really heavy footed believe it or not and then uh the the footwork drills really really helps so you um well take me a little bit through the season and maybe give me some of the the first time you you broke out and and were and you started to say to yourself, "Man, I can do this on this level, and really maybe I can get more yards than anybody out here." Um. So, first game was Limar. They're obviously a top uh, a top defense in the state. Um, I had 102 against them last year against Limar. I had negative seven, negative seven yards. Um. And the very next game, Iowa City West. That's the game I really started to break out, and I. It happened in the the second half. I had three touchdowns and 230 yards in the second half alone. And then next week was a Bendorf game, and that was the three 350 yard four touchdown game. And then it then of course with PB, they're a great team. They they don't give up a lot of rushing yards. And then Cedar Falls as well. Then the numbers decreased a little bit. But then they exploded again against the uh, the big schools and the, uh, the downpour schools as well. So uh, you, I remember one game you got 450 total yards. Uh, what? How many times did you did you gain over 300 yards this season in the game? Uh, four times. Four times. And how many total touchdowns did you get this year? Uh, tw- uh, twenty total. Twenty total, and that's passing and receiving. Did? Yeah, they were all rushing though. But they were all rushing. Now, do, yeah. do they get you involved in the pass game, or does the team even pass that much? Um, I think we had around 10 to 15 passes this season, and I think I caught three of those. Three and of those? I'm not a really good pass catcher, so I'm trying to work on that. Oh, so you think that's an area where you kind of need to pick up a little little skills or maybe just an area that you don't get enough reps in? You think yeah. You, could, you, you think that, that if you could improve on that, you'd be even more of a weapon? Yeah, I, that's definitely something I need to improve on going well, forward. Well, let's talk about what are some of the goals for next year and what can you do to even build up on the season that you just had? So um, currently I'm like 350 away from breaking the all-time school record at Muscatine. Um, that's obviously a goal that, that's very achievable. Um, I'm trying to go over 2,000 again and 20-plus touchdowns again. I feel like that's also achievable. I'm having most of my O-line return. I think one guy is leaving, and that's, that's it. So we're looking, we're looking pretty bright for next year. And then we have – I think we had a senior class of 12, including our uh, our quarterbacks leaving. And then, yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, we're looking pretty bright for next year. And I feel like we're going to increase in our, our wins. And uh, I feel like we're just going to be much more complete of a team from this year to next year. 
No, you guys, have, how long have you had this coaching staff? And is there any new new coaches that uh, maybe come in the picture later? Um, our head coach has been here for three years, and then the rest have been here for quite a while. Like, we've had the same coaching staff for probably five to ten years. Is there an assistant coach that works with you or or the head coach? or What, 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 what kind of coaching are you getting, and, and what are they doing? What are they saying to you, practically, that you've been able to – to, to catch on to what it is that they want you to do and implement it on the field? Uh, I work with all the coaches. So our head coach is the head strength and conditioning guy at our school. So I see probably talk and see him the most. And then our offensive coordinator, he works. He's like an assistant with that. So I work with him quite a bit as well. And I, I would say I work the most with our offensive coordinator because he's the he was the running backs guy this year as well. So. He helped a lot, and then pretty much all the coaches, they they all help out a lot with everyone. It's not just one coach or a couple coaches. It's all of them pretty much. Well, we, we do a show called uh, The Muscatine Report with the Muscatine Journal's Ryan Timmerman, and uh, Muscatine, uh, the greater Muscatine area, is a, is a place that's just brimming with excellent running backs. Uh, yeah. uh, what's going on with that, and, and do you kind of – Look in the Muscatine Journal to see uh, how many yards some of these other guys are getting that uh, in the area. Um, it's good for competition. Like having Nolan and Andy in the area definitely helps with competition, as well as Caden uh, Amigon from Columbus. It, it definitely pushes me harder because I, I want to be the best. So it it definitely helps me out. Well, tell me about somebody on on your team that's overlooked. You know, somebody you you see as key or crucial to your team that people, uh, you know, are, are always talking about Ty Kozad and maybe some of these other players that, that doesn't get the recognition? Um, I would say Aiden Lopez. Um, he, he's a 5'5 he's a guy, but he had like three touchdowns this year. He's he's very quick out of the backfield. We With the wing tee, I have a couple of backs back there. So we got him a lot of carries. And when we started giving him carries, he started scoring. He caught a lot of the passes out of the backfield as well. And um, our our whole line really stepped up this year as well. So they don't get as much as the credit, but we I'm getting all the credit for what they're doing. So yeah, but they're they're uh, great. You know, they're a lot of part of this result, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, tell me about what it was like. You know, when you got that first home win this year, and uh, uh, what was what did that mean to the Muscatine community to see you guys in the winner's circle? Uh, I believe that's the Bendorf game, and uh, we haven't beat Bendorf in around 12 years, so that that was that was a crazy win for us. Coming in as the underdogs, we're we're never expected to beat Bendorf, and uh, getting that win meant a lot to the community. Just looking through Facebook, Twitter, and all that after the game, well, just exploding with messages and all that. The support in the area is crazy when you're winning, but. When you're when you're not winning, it's it's kind of silent. I, I'm pretty sure that's with every area though. Like you're not going to get as much um, people to the games if you're getting your butts whooped every game. So oh, after that Benworth uh, Benworth game, I think our next game after our next home game after that was uh, Hempstead. Our and that was the most people that I've ever seen at a game ever. Like it was insane seeing that much people, and it really meant a lot to us. Well, uh, what what is it like to see the crowd grow and? people start to believe and then they're starting to be a little more minimum and a little more buzz about your team. Um, 
it just caused more adrenaline. It, it, it feels good for sure. And uh, it definitely helped the team out. When you hear the student section going crazy here and all the cheers and stuff, it, it, it helps the team out and it just um, it, it boosts you for, uh, very well. Well, uh, I believe you work a little bit with Matt Mika, the Iowa Gators, a little bit. Uh, is, is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. So what does his program do with some of these elite athletes? And, and how, do, how does that help you uh, uh, get ready maybe in the offseason? Um, it, it's going to help me uh, develop into more of a pass catcher. And it's a more all-around player in general because, uh, like, only catching three passes, that's – pretty much and it never really happens with running backs probably should catch more but with a team that doesn't throw a lot like there's not a lot of opportunity to catch the passes but it's going to help me with pretty much everything footwork hands just staying in shape throughout the offseason and saying like slapping a football in my hands will definitely help a lot going into the next season well let me ask you this you know i kind of like you know one thing that always impresses me when i see uh, a cam buffington or a caden amagon or any of these, or, or a Simeon Reichelbach, you know, the, the guys that I see a lot, uh, running backs, uh, a lot of those guys are very willing to block. How, how is your blocking game, and how important is that to you to do whatever it takes to help get a few more yards or help get one of your teammates a few more yards? Um, To be honest, they don't really have me blocking them a lot. There's some runs, like Belly, where I'm more faking, like I have the ball and trying to get myself tackled because they're going to, like, bite on me, you know. So they're, they have me fake like I have the ball. There's a couple times where I got laid out this year because other teams thought I had the ball, but someone else had the ball. So that's that's what they – the blocking they try to make me do. So is that is, you know, is there, is that kind of a skill to decoy the, the other team to think that you have the ball and the way you have to carry your arms? And uh, 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 is that something you feel like you're pretty good at? Yeah, for sure. That's something that I had to be good at going into the season is uh, getting as much carries. They're going to start keying on me. So it's going to lead for other kids to get more yards because the teams are going to be sinking on me so they can just get more yards more yards from that. Do you play any on the defense? Uh, did I play on the defense? Yeah. A little bit. Not not very much. When you do play, what what uh, what do you play? Um, I play linebacker and outside linebacker. So yeah, you, you you get in there and get in on the hitting when you're doing that. What about special teams? Do you do you uh, uh, do you run the balls back on the kickoffs and the punts? No, they they didn't let me do that this year. <laughs> they don't even let you do that. Uh, well, uh, it sounds hey, like to gotta... me uh, uh, it's been a great interview. Is there anything that you wanted to talk about that you didn't get a chance to talk about? No, I think we're good. I I appreciate it. Well, I, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, we, we all listen to you, and uh, uh, I wrote a little song about you, and it goes, uh, he's bad, bad, Ty Kozad, the baddest running back Muscatine's ever had. So uh, I like <laughs> Well, uh, like I say, a lot of people give out game balls, but I like to give out nicknames because they, they kind of last longer. And uh, we appreciated you everything. Uh, the, the, our audience really uh, uh, has been amazed with you. It's been wonderful keeping up with you, and thanks for being on the show with us. Thank you for having me. All right, take care, Ty, and good luck next season. Thank you.